up, y'all? And welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Deanna, and you're tuned into Down Home Diva. So today I'm reviewing Insecure Season 4, Episode 8, entitled Low-Key Happy. Now, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I was catching some high-key happy vibes in this episode, okay? I was high-key happy, okay? Even though I stand by my statement that I would like to see Issa and Nathan get together, I was still happy to see this chemistry on the screen, okay? As you all recall from last week, Lawrence made a call in the airport asking someone to go out and meet them to have this conversation. We don't know what the conversation is going to be about yet, so we could only guess. We get to the restaurant. Lawrence is at the bar waiting on Issa to arrive. He's checking his breath. You know how y'all do? You know how y'all do? Honey, he pops an Altoid in his mouth. You know Altoids be powdery and they be strong with all that cinnamon and stuff. Lawrence damn near choked on that thing. I was like, don't hurt yourself before she get here. Put the Altoid under your tongue and just let it sit there. <laughs> so, um, Issa gets there. She's gorgeous as ever. I'm talking about hair is done, nails done, face done, clothes just looking good. Sis walks in and falls flat on her face. And I'm not talking about one person seeing her. Everybody in the restaurant was just like, ooh, ooh, or whatever. Y'all, that is the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen to anyone. I fell in front of the library at my school one time. Let me tell you something. Your girl had fries in her hand with the ketchup. I was hungry. Straight up, fell face forward. The fries went in the air. Ketchup got in my braids. It was a mess. And I had to go to class within in the next 30 minutes. It was a mess. I, I couldn't do anything about it, but try to get as much out. So I understand her pain and everybody saw me because it was one of those days where people were just hanging out. <sighs> anyway, Issa gets in, Lawrence helps her up. They start sitting down to talk and Lawrence tries to order Issa a drink. Honey, Issa said, I've upgraded. I have a different drink order these days, but I'm gonna still drink what you got me or whatever. Y'all, that scene was so cute because it reminded me of brown sugar when like Andre and Sonale then try to order each other's drinks and they're like, oh, kettle one martini. So it was real cute. Anyway, they're having this conversation, but they can't get really into the flow. So Lawrence just says, you know, I saw Molly, but she was acting real strange. And that's when Issa says, well, that's probably because we're not friends anymore. And Lawrence thinks it's a joke. But as we know, Issa is dead serious. So Lawrence tries to ask her, you know, do you want to talk about it? She's just like, nah, I don't want I don't want to get into that. What's going on with you? So Lawrence tells her that He's been looking for another job and everything. And so he's just kind of updating her. And he even mentions, you know, Condola and I broke up and, you know, whatever. Before they can even get into the conversation good, Lizzo pops up in the background. So everybody is hype. The way that people get hype off of Truth Hurts is the same way that people get hype off of Bodak Yellow when it first came out. People go crazy over those songs in any restaurant. I don't know what comes over people's bodies, but it's like they're in a different zone. Like, they're going, why men great today gotta be great? Like, they into it, okay? People knocking everybody over, trying to get to the bar, trying to order their drink, trying to sing along uh, or whatever. So they can't really get into the conversation. And that's when Lawrence and Issa decide to leave the restaurant to go to, well, leave the bar to go to a restaurant. While they're waiting outside, Issa just talks to him about their parents and whatnot. And, you know, just they're just doing a little chatting. And Lawrence orders a black Uber. Y'all, y'all know black Ubers are kind of pricey. So I said, okay, got money and you know it. Take it out your pocket and show it, throw it, okay? Lawrence said, oh, I'm pulling out all the stops and whistles today. So they get in the Uber. There's this older lady and she's talking to them about how well Lawrence did to get the black, Uber black or whatever. And um, she said, that's a good way to start a first date. 
And Lawrence, y'all, he did not have to say this, but he wanted to say it because he wanted that good old feeling again. He says, oh, well, this is not our first date. Correction, this is not a date at all, okay? This is a gathering amongst mutual friends, okay? That's when the Uber driver is just telling them about how, you know, oh, y'all, so y'all been on a couple of dates. I love to see young love. Y'all got some young love. That's good. Keep it strong. Keep it vibrant and all of that. And she was like, I keep telling my son that when he know he got something good, just go ahead and lock it down or whatever. And he says, oh, yeah, well, I got a ring. I had a ring and everything. And that's when the Uber driver turns around with that flashlight on that phone talking about something. Then what you waiting for? What you waiting for? Whole time, Issa's face is just like, wait, what? Hold up, what? Rewind that back. Pull it back. Draw it back, okay? Awkward. They get to the restaurant, and it's this Italian restaurant that Lawrence and Issa were going to go to when they were still, like, in a relationship, but they never went. When Issa get there, honey, Issa already went, okay? So she knows exactly what to order. She knows all the things that's going on in the restaurant. They sit down, and Issa orders the squash chips and everything else. And I said, okay, Issa, who paying? Who paying for this uh, meal? So they start talking, and that's when it gets awkward, and that's when it gets serious. Now, Issa and Lawrence are always awkward together. I don't care when they were together, when they weren't together. They always have this really awkward vibe, even though they have really good chemistry. They're talking, and Lawrence just basically asks her, what happened in our relationship? Was there anything that I did that led you away? What, what was the reason behind you choosing Daniel instead of choosing someone else? What was the purpose? And was there anything that I could have done better to make this relationship work? Because he feels like maybe in some ways him having uncertainties about their relationship is leading him to misjudge the situations he's in with other women, such as Condola. So he's trying to figure it out. He's trying to process how he feels about Issa. He's trying to process if there's anything that he could have done differently, point blank, period. So that's when Issa breaks it down to him. And she tells him, honestly, I wanted us to work even after the infidelity. I wanted us to work. She basically tells him that you were in a space where you couldn't give me what I needed. And I had to look for it in other places. And Daniel just happened to be there when I was searching for love and affection and all these other things, when I was searching for attention. And the only reason I slept with him is because he gave me that attention that I wasn't receiving from you. Because at the time, you were in a dark space. Lawrence completely understands that. and. You know, he's just trying to process what's going on. And that's when he tells her, well, it's crazy because all the things that you said you didn't have, I felt like you had and I was wanting it. So he said, you had a job. I didn't. So it felt like I was stuck seeing you go and live out the things that you wanted to do. I felt stuck. And I said, wow, well, they must not have been on the same terms for a long time because we could clearly see that Issa wasn't happy at We Got Y'all. So it's not like she was really doing what she wanted to do. She was doing what she needed to do out of obligation. So I was like, they were not in sync at all, which happens sometimes. So they're talking. It's really, really awkward, but they kind of come to this agreement that it wasn't necessarily Issa that broke the relationship up. It was a, a mutual breakup because both of them had things that they needed to work on. It was both of them were contributing to a toxic environment. They kind of brushed that off. Um, Issa makes this comment about did you really have a ring? And that's when Lawrence was like, yeah, I really had a ring. And Issa's face was just like, dang. And he said, oh, you just realizing that you ain't shit? I said, first of all, true. But Lawrence wasn't either. And Issa wasn't shit. I think Issa knows that she ain't shit. 
okay, even though we're not talking about Molly, I feel like Molly don't think she ain't but she ain't if that makes sense. If y'all get me, y'all get me. If you get me, we here, okay? Moving on from there, they have a good meal. They're leaving the restaurant. And in the background, outside, you hear this sound. Y'all, it's Calvin, TSA Bay, okay? Y'all, Calvin is the TSA dude who works security on the side, who was hyping up Issa's little gathering for the block party at her um, apartment complex. He's also a weed dude, okay? He slide through on occasion to give weed and give some other things. So, <laughs> Issa introduces Lawrence to Calvin, and that's when Lawrence is up there instigating, talking about some, oh, so how y'all know each other? Keep in mind, keep in mind, Calvin is with someone at the moment. Honey, Calvin says, oh, we used to get it in. <laughs> y'all, you can't help but love him because he is so authentic. He's so real. And I just love that energy, y'all, even though it was hella inappropriate. <laughs> so uh, they're talking whatever, and the girl that Calvin is with is just like, we got to go ahead and eat because if we don't, then we're going to miss Art Walk. And so that's when they go in the restaurant and Issa is kind of hinting to Lawrence that she wants to go to Art Walk. But the thing is, Lawrence has been talking to Condola or texting Condola back and forth for the, the majority of that restaurant visit. Well, not necessarily back and forth, but Lawrence has been communicating with Condola about stopping by to talk to her about where they stand in terms of their relationship because supposedly they broke up. So Lawrence is like, oh, no, I got to do something. I got to go somewhere. So it's just like, okay. But he turns back around and goes with her anyway. I said, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Not me, but it's cute. It's cute. So they go, and when they're at Art Walk, they start viewing some of the paintings, and there's this abstract painting, um, and Issa is talking about what it represents and all of these things. And Lawrence can't see what it represents, but Issa's kind of explaining to him what she thinks it means. And that's when the painting was like happiness, called happiness or something. And Lawrence asked her, like, are you happy? And she basically says, yes, I'm happy. I'm happy that I succeeded with the block party. I'm happy that I'm kind of finding my path in life. And I think I want to do more of that. Um, and that's when Lawrence encourages her and tells her, yeah, you'll be good at it. You can do it. You know, I believe in you, basically. I said, you better be supporting her. You better be, okay? So they go. Lawrence buys some artwork. Issa buys her a little sweatshirt. And they're about to separate, go their separate ways. And that's when Issa's just like, okay, you want to do Oopa Pool? Where do you live? And turns out Lawrence lives kind of close to where Issa lives. I said he did that on purpose, and we all know it. Anyway, Issa has been joking about how he probably lives in a bachelor pad. And Lawrence is like, I'm 30 years old. I ain't living in no bachelor pad or whatever. I got a fool situation going on. They get to the apartment. And um, first of all, the hug that Lawrence gave Issa in that Uber, it was lingering a little bit too long for me, okay? Hmm. They're getting out the Uber. And Lawrence tells the Uber to wait a couple minutes. And Issa can come up and see what his apartment, his new apartment is looking like. So she goes up, she's like, okay, this is nice, this is nice. And she asked him to go to the restroom. Right then and there, I had to pause because I knew that something was going to go down. The whole time, the whole episode, it wasn't a matter of if, it was a matter of when and where, okay? Personally, for me, that's how I felt the entire time. So she goes to the restroom, and Lawrence 
calls Condola outside of his door because he wants to tell her that, you know, he might not be able to make it or whatever. And that's when Condola basically tells him, like, I'm still here. If you want, if I'm still here. You can come over. I still want you to come over. Lawrence tells her, I'm going to be over there tonight. Just give me a couple of hours, a couple of minutes or whatever. Lawrence comes back in. Issa is standing there like, oh, that was Condola. And he says, yeah. So Issa's about to leave. She stops at the door and she's just like, what if I don't want it to end? And basically, Lawrence said, well, huh, it ain't got to end. It ain't got to end. So they sleep together. First of all, shout out to whoever did the cinematography for this episode because the cinematography was there throughout the entire episode. But that particular sex scene, it was on the money. It was nice, okay? I said, wow, whoever was getting these angles, everything, it was just good cinematography. Like, the entire time, everything just ran so smoothly. It flowed so smoothly. Like, from the moment that Issa and Lawrence kissed, it was just like, that's it. That's it. Y'all got the money shot, okay? The next day, Issa wakes up. She puts on her clothes, and she's about to kick rocks. And Lawrence is just like, you need a ride? She says, no, um, I can just walk. Honey, let's take a long walk around the park, okay? Issa was feeling good, and I was just like, I can't even be mad because that's your, like, you know, that's your boo. That's your boo. She was just walking home or whatever, just thinking about everything that happened the night before. And I think it, it probably isn't hitting her yet, but I know she probably want to tell somebody about what happened, but she really don't have nobody to talk to right now. So she'll just keep it to herself, and that's always good. Um, And that's how the episode ended. So next week, we'll see Issa and Molly reunite. I'm not here for it yet. I wanted them to stay mad for the rest of the uh, season, to be honest with you, because I'm petty like that. But, of course, they're going to get back together. And Andrew, there's a scene in the preview where Andrew is talking to Molly, trying to um, get her to understand Issa's point of view and get her to understand how she may have faltered in their relationship. But, you know, Molly ain't here to hear that at all. My thing is, I wonder if next episode we'll see Molly going to counseling, because I want to see that go down, because, ooh. Lord knows she needs it. She needs it, y'all. So that's what's going to happen next week, and we'll see how that all unfolds. If you all have any suggestions or comments about the show, you can always reach out on Instagram at the DHDiva. That's at the DHDiva. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. As always, I'll talk to you all later, but until then, remember to be your down-home self. Bye.